So this first Sunday after the birth of the Christ child, we focus as a church on family. And what better way to focus than to look at what the role of family is. For the family is where God uses this means to first provide for us, to teach us who he is, to show us his disciplines, and most importantly, to display his grace and his love. So, in the readings today, they're all focused on what it means to be family. In the first reading from Sirach, we hear about the role of the various members of the family, right? We hear about the role of the father and the mother, how the father is there to protect and provide, and how the mother, she's been given authority over her children, right? Not to rule over them, but to guide them and to raise them in the faith. And it's interesting that throughout that reading of Sirach, we hear a common theme about God hearing the prayer of those who honor and respect their parents. And in the wisdom of God, we see where as the parents age and get older, the roles and responsibilities of caring reverse. And it is the children's responsibility to care for the parent. But doing so always through honor and respect for who they are. What a great model for us to follow. In Paul's letter to the Colossians, he outlines for us the virtues that the family itself should display to one another. Kindness and compassion, patience, okay, empathy. These virtues which we learn as children through the example of our family are to be practiced and honed in the family itself. We should learn how to forgive one another in the midst of the family. How could we ever forgive those outside if we cannot forgive those who live within us, within our domestic church? And in the gospel, we hear the story of Joseph, the protector of his family, recognizing the threat that comes to his family and seeing to it that his family is protected. Even if protecting the family endures significant hardship. You know, we, we kind of, the gospel kind of glosses over this 
flight to Egypt and, and the, the time that the family spends in Egypt. But that's a very difficult trip. And life in a foreign country where they're not exactly hospitable to you as a refugee. Think about what that life was like. Very difficult choices, but he did so to protect his family. The domestic church, the family, is the basic unit that God has set aside for us, for, for life to grow. And it's important that the family bond together and to protect one another in all cases. And we can see in today's world lots of examples of threats to the family. Some of them are rather large social concerns. But honestly, there are many threats to our individual families that we need to take time to think about and to reflect upon and to protect as a family. How do we treat one another? What threat is happening to us, you know, in terms of how we live with one another? Do we show compassion and forgiveness and kindness? Do we pray together as a family? That could be difficult for many families to pray together. But perhaps one way to do that is to begin a practice of at least praying for one another, even if we can't pray together. It's very hard to be angry with someone whom you are praying for. It's very difficult. And so we can learn to attack the threats to the family by growing in our discipline of prayer, prayer as an individual and prayer as a family. Maybe it's just prayer at family meals. Maybe it's a family rosary once a week. Maybe it's just setting aside time during the week where you kind of have a special prayer hour or half hour. What a great way of teaching your children the value of prayer. There may be other threats to the families. You may have certain challenges in the family, be they health challenges or logistics or just personality conflicts that are coming into play. If you don't recognize those and seek to bring grace to those situations, those situations can tear you apart. I said, the family is the domestic church. The principal way the devil has 
To tear down the church is to attack its most basic unit, the family. So today, as we think about these readings, take them to heart. Don't don't allow them to just, you know, gloss over. Think about what do these readings teach us about being family with one another? And spend a little bit of time and talk to your children about what kind of things are they dealing with? Maybe it's at school. Maybe it's with other kids, you know? And how can you as a family come together to strengthen them, protect them, and allow them to grow in virtue? So may God bless you this Feast of the Family. And may this end of 2019 be a year of great grace for you. And 2020, when we come to, to celebrate the new year, be a year where your family becomes central to your prayer life.